Everyone who believes in the Son has eternal life, and I shall raise him on the last day, says the Lord. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. John. Jesus said to the crowds, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never hunger. Whoever believes in me will never thirst. But I told you that although you have seen me, but I told you that although you have seen me, yet you do not believe. Everything that the Father gives me will come to me, and I will not reject anyone who comes to me, because I came down from heaven not to do my own will, but the will of the one who sent me. And this is the will of the one who sent me, that I should not lose anything of what he gave me, but that I should raise it on the last day. For this is the will of my Father, that everyone who sees the Son and believes in him might have eternal life, and I shall raise him on the last day. The Gospel of the Lord. Besides being Random Wednesday of Eastertide, the Church also keeps today as the memory of Our Lady of Good Counsel, which is not so much good advice as maybe providential surprises. The story of Our Lady of Good Counsel goes something like this. In the late 3rd, early 4th century, when they were trying to build what is now known as the Basilica of St. Mary Major in Rome, uh, they ran out of money. And so, like anybody does when they run out of money, they turn to rich relatives. So they wrote to relatives, uh, friends of the, the church, about 30 miles south of Rome. Um, and the people in the town there gathered together all their money, and that basically was responsible for finishing the church. And so afterwards, the pope, I guess able now to call in his own debts, funded a parallel church back in their little town that is sort of a mini St. Mary Major, St. Mary Minor or something. Anyway, what happened was this, this little church in this town has been there consistently, like without a great deal of change, since the fourth century. All right, fast forward a thousand years, and um, now they're the ones that are broke. And so they try and fund a restoration project, and they get partway done, and they can't finish it. And now there's like one whole wall of the church that is like open, like left undone. And the townspeople couldn't figure out how to fix it. The, 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 the local priest and his bishop uh, didn't have the money to, to, to make it all work. And they were in the middle of the parish festival, and a cloud appeared and covered over the wall. And when the cloud disappeared, the wall was finished, and there was this image in the wall. And it's kind of a weird image. It's not very big, like about like yay. And it was painted like a fresco on a wall. And it's clearly part of a bigger fresco. Like there's 
it cuts off. It looks like it was cut out of somebody else's wall. But it's on this plaster that's sort of eggshell thin, and nobody knows where it came from. Until a couple years later, when some people in that village wind up on crusade in what's now Albania, and they find this church with the rest of the picture. And this little 18-inch segment cut out of the middle of it. Catholicism is weird. And 20, 30 years ago, I guess the move most of the priests thought was most sensible was to try and, like, make it look less weird. I don't think there's any way to get around this stuff being weird. And I don't have a great explanation for how this painting got from Albania to southern Italy in the middle of the 15th century with a degree of care that we probably couldn't manage today. But I know that ever since it happened, people have gone to the image. And they've gone to the image, it, comes, it becomes known as Our Lady of Good Counsel, they've gone to the image with questions. Discernment, we might say today. Wonderings about what the next best step was and whatever they were trying to do. They don't always get answers to the questions, but they always get surprised. Philip went down to Samaria, no doubt asking the Lord the whole way what he ought to do, and he got surprised. Stephen was out preaching. He got real surprised. But probably the biggest surprise in the whole story there was the one who got Stephen killed, who was himself asking questions about what God had in store for him next. I don't think what God is calling us to is a great deal of certitude. I think what he calls us to is immense faith. The faith that is open to very good surprises.